to the Presbyterian Church of the Covenant. Is this microphone on? Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. That was nothing but the blood. That's MJ Nelson. Don't go far because you're going to be playing in a second. Uh, I am so glad you're here. It's October 25th, 2020, and I've never felt more like a farmer in my life. I've been watching the weather like crazy. They, uh, but uh, let's, I've been hoping the, the rain will hold off and we'll get to worship the Lord in spirit and truth. Thanks for everybody who's showing up. Thanks to anybody who's listening on the podcast. Um, I got a couple announcements for us. First, this Saturday, we have Trunk or Treat. And that's going to happen at 2 o'clock on October 31st. That, that, that works out well. There'll be trunks open, and you'll drive through, and you'll just wave at people. And I think students will be, I don't know, maybe trying to scare you in your cars. We'll see. And then there'll be a, a bag of goodies that you'll receive on the way out. Um, also, next week... Daylight savings time. We get an hour. That's a victory right there, my friend. We get an hour extra sleep, right, or something? This is the one that doesn't ruin my life, and the kids don't hate me. Uh, Also, next week is All Saints Day. So gather together as we remember the fallen saints that have gone to be with Jesus this year. And which reminds me, um, we had another saint join the Kingdom Triumphant last night. Or actually, yesterday afternoon, Frank Ortiz went to be with Jesus. And I'm jealous, but uh, keep praying for Diane, please, and the whole family. Um, Also, next week is Stewardship Sunday. So we'll be praying over the pledges. Make sure you turn in your pledges. The pledges look like this. You can get them on the tables on the way in or out. And you can uh, mail them into the church. At P.O. Box 2128, Costa Mesa, California, 92628. That's for those podcast people. And those people that are here right now, prayerfully discern how you'd love to be a part of the adventure around here over this next year in uh, giving. I have one more announcement. And for that, I'm going to bring up, well, not up because I'm on top of this roof, but Carlina is going to step to a microphone and talk to us a little bit. Good morning. Uh, Just a quick reminder that Operation Christmas Child is in full swing, and thank you to those of you that have already packed shoeboxes or donated money. It really, really makes a huge um, difference. I also wanted to remind everyone that we will be um, serving as a drop-off location November 16th through November the 23rd, and over to my right is our Operation Christmas Child table, and I've got sign-up sheets for each of those days of the week. So if you'd like to volunteer for a couple of hours to help us um, get the shoeboxes out of people's cars and then put them into cartons, that would be wonderful. Uh, We also need drivers that uh, could um, drive the cartons up to our location in Huntington Beach. So like I said, I've got sign-up sheets over there. So if you'd like to participate that week, um, I'd really appreciate it. So thank you so much.
Our call to worship this morning comes from Psalm 90, a prayer of Moses, the man of God. Psalm 90 reads, Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout all generations. Before the mountains were born, or you brought forth the whole world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Stand and worship singing the hymn found in your bulletin.
at this time, we'd like to invite the children to follow Carrie and go to the Sunday school. Martin Luther once said, All who call on God in true faith, earnestly from the heart, will certainly be heard and will receive what they have asked and desired. He said, Grant that I may not pray alone with the mouth. Help me that I may pray from the depth of my heart. As we pray that prayer of confession this morning, let us pray it from the depths of our heart. Will you join me? Forgive us, O Lord, for those moments when we have the chance to make a difference and we let them slip away, or worse yet, ignore the pleas. Forgive us when we see wrongs and look the other way, complicit with our silence and inaction. Remind us this day of the courage you gave to Martin Luther when he could no longer remain silent and he nailed his 95 theses to the church door. We acknowledge that we are partakers in the Reformation because of him and for your glory. Amen. Martin Luther also said, Christ died for me. He made his righteousness mine and made my sin his own. And if he made my sin his own, then I do not have it and I am free. The good news of our faith is that in Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. Amen. Amen and amen, right? We're saying nothing but the blood. We've, we've, we've got some gospel stuff. We've got some baptistry kind of stuff. And it is Reformation Sunday. And notice um, Sharon, our resident scholar, made sure that we have some materials for you to read about Reformation Sunday. So grab a bulletin after this um, if you don't already have one. We're in a series based on the website www.blesseveryhome.com. And we, we studied um, praying for the people that God has placed us in the midst of in September. And we're rounding out caring. Um, and we're moving into sharing. And that's going to be over November. But um, just a word uh, from your pastor is... It's It's been a rough month. It's a hard hard month. October is a hard month anyway, just cuz I lost my mom in 03 to cancer. Um but this covid stuff and um just the political climate, all that jazz. I just want to check in with you. I've been having a hard time. So if any of you have been having a hard time, you're not alone. Um I felt a little beat up. Um but I've, I've found solace in God's word, and particularly in the text this morning, of Jesus uh, reminding me, and hopefully through me, you, 
what we're supposed to be up to. Um, this message is for those who know that God sent his one and only son to die for you. And through faith in God's grace found in Jesus the Christ, Jesus calls us to a next level, calls us to be disciples. And his greatest speech, uh, words, definitions of what it means to follow him and him alone in this mixed up and crazy world is found on the Sermon on the Mount. Um, Matthew's. We're going to be studying Matthew 5. I'm going to start in verse 38 and end in verse 48. Is everybody with me? It's kind of hard to tell. Okay. Has anybody else had a hard month? I've, I'm Malia, my wife, that's who I've been married to for 19 years, uh, she has, on October, uh, she she makes a month in advance, and she writes what's coming up and stuff like that. And on the corner of our October in our house, it says, stinks. <laughs> so I don't know if you're alone in that, but I kind of feel like that sums it up. And I'm kind of glad to be getting this month behind me. But I did learn some good lessons, and let's learn some more um, this morning. Octo- uh, that's October, okay, good. Matthew chapter 5. And I'm going to start in verse 38. Here it is. You've heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist an evildoer. But if anyone strikes you on the ch- on the right cheek, turn the other also. And if anyone who wants to sue you and take your coat, give your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go a mile, go also the second mile. Give to everyone who begs from you, and do not refuse anyone who wants to borrow from you. You've heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be children of your Father in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers and sisters, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same. Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Harsh. Harsh, but hang in with me, okay? Because this is... This is much needed in, a, in this particular time, on this particular day, in this particular season of our walks. Um, I've, I taught on the Sermon on the Mount. If anybody's been around here, uh, I taught on the Sermon on the Mount. And if, if anybody, does anybody remember what I said? Anything? Okay. I, I can't really see anybody because they got people in the cars I can't really see and the people out here with the masks 
Just don't storm me. Okay, I, I basically said the same thing over and over. Jesus is concerned not with what we do, but why we do everything. The Sermon on the Mount, in, in a nutshell, is God wants to give you a heart transplant via Jesus the Christ. He wants to... I, do you remember that movie? Uh, it's Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston. I don't know. It might, it might be called The Breakup. It's got a 60% chance it's called The Breakup. Uh, <laughs> and this, this, the, a spoiler alert, they break up. Okay? Uh, but Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston, I forget the characters' names, they're newlyweds. And he's sitting on the couch watching TV, eating popcorn, and she's coming home from work. And she says, you didn't do the dishes. And he said, of course I didn't do the dishes. I don't want to do the dishes. And she says, you should do the dishes. And he goes, you want me to do the dishes? And then she goes, no, I want you to want to do the dishes. And then he says, that's crazy. (laughs) I feel like Jesus is saying, in the Sermon on the Mount, you've heard it said, go and do the dishes. I want you to want to do the dishes. I want you to want to love your enemies. I want your heart to be transplanted. I want your heart to be changed. He, his first one, he says, um, if somebody slaps you on the face, turn the other cheek. I had to look up a commentary and see what this is about. And this guy, Stassen, says this. He's an ethics guy. He says this. Jesus says that if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn the left one too. In Jesus' culture, it was forbidden to reach out and touch someone with the left hand. The left hand was for dirty things. Marsha Millar, what kind of dirty things? Anyway, she's, she's served in Africa, so she knows, she knows there's a hand designated for certain dirty things. So soap was not yet available in that time, and people used their left hands for all kinds of dirty tasks. So this would have, this, so this would have to be a slap with the right hand. A slap with the right hand on the right cheek would be a slap with the back of the hand. This would be an insult to someone's honor the way you would slap a slave, saying, you cur, you dog, you have no honor. To turn the other cheek is not simply to put up with the insult, it is to turn the cheek of equal dignity. It may, of course, lead to a second slap, or it may surprise the arrogant person into realizing you have an unexpected kind of dignity. So he tells us to, you've heard it said, eye for an eye. I'm saying is this is a heart issue. I want you to do a third option. Because, you know, there's the fight or flight, right? You, like, primarily they've done studies, and when there's conflict, there's two reactions. Usually, if somebody runs, that's me, <laughs> and then somebody fights. That's Malia, but that's, that's another sermon. 
Jesus is reported, proposing a third option. Surprise them. Shock them. Simone Bay says, don't just do something, stand there. That's what Jesus is saying. We are a third way. This next one. Somebody sues you. By the way, how many garments do you think people had in Jesus' time? Usually they were wearing two. They were wearing an undergarment and then a jacket. Somebody sues you for your jacket, give them the shirt. What's that leave you with? You're naked. <laughs> that's that's kind of crazy, right? This is Jesus saying, give them a third surprise. Stassen, this ethics guy that I, I just quoted, he sees that there's vicious cycles that this world is trapped us in. There's vicious, if you, if you, if you seek out revenge, when does the revenge end? If you seek out always being right, you end up being alone at the end of the day. And his next one, what's his next one? His next one is, if somebody asks you to walk a mile, and this is, he's referring to as Jews, Roman soldiers could come up to you and say, hey, carry this. And you had to carry it. It'd be like if you're white, you know, have you seen in the movies? Have you, anybody seen a movie here? Okay, good. There's a couple people up front that have seen movies. But in the movies, when you commandeer a vehicle, you know, when the police officer, has anybody had that happen ever in their lives? I want to have, I don't know, I just want to see that happen or know somebody that that happened to. That's just, sounds, I don't know. I want this vehicle. I wonder if I could do it now because then you get arrested for personating an officer. That, that's a rabbit trail. Jesus is saying, Somebody says, hey, walk a mile and carry this for me. You say, hey, I'll walk two. I'll walk three. Do you see a pattern? Jesus is calling us. You know, I I sometimes get tired of not knowing what to do. I'm tired of the mediocre days. I'm tired of the days where I'm like, okay, I know I'm God, I'm God's, I got God's forgiveness. Now what? This is the now what? This is, this is Jesus is giving us like secrets, like life hacks on how to become more like him. You go the extra mile, you turn the other cheek. Because, wait, wait for the end of it. It's pretty awesome. Uh, what's the other one? You give them the cloak off your back. And then he says, you love your enemy. 
By the way, it never says in the Old Testament, you've heard it said, to hate your enemy. <laughs> I don't know where, you know, like, uh, it's kind of an overstatement by, by Jesus right there, but he is summing up a lot of the, a lot of the laws that were made into and looked through the pharisaical lens and made into these regulations where we're supposed to be separated. We're supposed to be a different people because that's all true. But Jesus is just redefining that and making this new covenant and saying we are supposed to be a different people, but our difference is at the heart level. It's not on the action level. It's on that guy was just cut off on the road and he doesn't get angry. He has joy and he prays for the person that just cut him off. That person was just wronged and made to do something he didn't really want to do. But he, did, he went extra. Or she. Is everybody tracking? Because it all, I think the, the last one actually unfolds and pours out onto the, the previous ones. All these ones, like, you know, like turn the other cheek. Uh, don't, don't sue, but give your clothes off your back. Walk the extra mile. Love your enemy. Why? What's the ultimate trade secret? The ultimate trade secret is to become more and more like Christ. And who is Christ? Christ is the physical representation of the living God. The heavenly Father. The goal, my friends, is to, and I, I've always had trouble with this. Be perfect as the heavenly Father is perfect. I'm like, what is, how are we supposed to be perfect as the heavenly Father is perfect? But then I looked at the word. I looked at the word in Greek. <laughs> in, my, in my two years, actually three years of trying to pass second year Greek, and Biola came to fruition. <laughs> it, came to, it came to have a point in my life. I, you know, uh, it, I've told that story before, but I was, about to not, I was about to graduate from Biola, but I flunked second year Greek, so I had to stay a whole other year and do it the third. Anyway, anyway, the end of the story is it's the only thing I got an A-plus in in seminary was Greek just because it got pounded into me. Anywho, what do you think the word is? Telos. Perfect is not a very good translation at all. Complete. I did a 17-page paper on telos as I, as I passed my third time Greek second year. Telos is the end times. It's the end of the story. It's the, it's the last piece of the puzzle going into the right place. The goal of being a disciple of Jesus Christ is to have it all come together and you be a perfect representation of Jesus the Christ who is a perfect representation of God the Father who loves all, who forgives a billion times a billion who offers the clothes off his back who turns the other cheek as, as he's killed by his creation 
as he loves his enemy, as he prays from the cross, they know not what they do. They don't get it, but I'm praying for them. Jesus calls us to discipleship this morning. No more messing around. No more mixing it up. Applications. Easy. They apply themselves. And if you, if you don't see them, I don't know. I don't know what the heck is going on. Maybe I've said something wrong. Maybe I'm sweating too much. How come I'm sweating and it's cold? That doesn't make any sense. You've heard me say we're supposed to be grace dispensers. In this, Jesus calls us to be peace dispensers. You may, have noted, you, you may know this, you may not. But this section of Scripture has transformed the world numerous times. This is a pivotal passage for Martin Luther King Jr. This is a pivotal passage for actually Gandhi. I was watching a documentary about the, um, what are those, the, my mental, mental blank right now. Civil rights, there it is. You guys guessed it. Malia did not guess it. She was like, what is he saying? He needs to sit down. Okay, no, I'm going to keep standing up just because that's what I do. But I was watching one of these documentaries on these civil rights movements and they were practicing standing up to being yelled at. And they would take turns. Let's say it's, it's me and Marsha and Simon. And then one time I come down and I scream in both of their faces. I start saying, you're nothing. You're wrong. You're stupid. You, and just start yelling horrible things at them. And the object is to try and tear them down and make them break. But they're, they're practicing so that when they go on these marches, they can do what Jesus is actually calling them to. To be a peace dispenser. Give them the clothes off your back. When's the last time you did that? It's been a minute for me. But I think he's, he's talking literal. He's talking... He's talking, we need to keep our hearts softened and shaped like Jesus's and ultimately like our Heavenly Father's. Give something away this week. I don't know who. It might be dropping it off at the thrift store. I'd say get, this, get, in, something, get in somebody's space and give them something. Make sure you hose it off with bleach and all that stuff too because it's coronavirus. Walk the extra mile. Care for and love your enemy. And I think this goes into, this, I think this brings us into election territory. This is my two cents. This is JWG's two cents. We need to have the third option. We're not Republicans. We're not Democrats. We're followers of Jesus the King.
right? I want each of us to prayerfully discern how Jesus would have us vote, how God would have us vote, and then put it into God's hands and know that he's in control. Also know this is a broken world. This is a broken and messed up world. And if we vote one way and it turns out the other, that's just the way it's going to be. We're that third option. We're that follower of Jesus who loves the person that's the other side of the aisle than he or she. Because our king wants us to be peace dispensers. Mercy dispensers. Amen and amen. Now, um, now we're going to roll right into offering. And um, this is where technology is going to come into play. At the end of this, I'm going to say call for the offering. And then Philip is going to, on a CB radio, call in and tell Cornell and Brian to start playing and singing. Because anybody here last time, it was confusing because somebody was praying and then there was stuff. We're working on these things. We're working on these things. Have patience. So uh, we've heard from the word of God. We've heard from MJ. And by the way, make sure everybody here thanks MJ and Julia Nelson. They just do this out of the kindness of their heart. Thank you so much, Julia. And also MJ, he's probably somewhere back there praying. Uh, yeah, you can hear a couple of people clap. Uh, we've heard some bagpipes. We've heard some prayers and we prayed and we've talked to God. We've worshiped him. And now we give back. Now we participate through our tithes and offerings. And just a reminder, you can turn in uh, your tithes and offerings on the way out into the baskets along with your pledge cards. Uh, those people at home listening on the podcast, mail them the Presbyterian Church of the Covenant. P.O. Box 2128, Costa Mesa, California, 92628. Um, this morning's offering is now received. Oh, my brother, do you know the Savior who is wondrous, kind, and true? There's honey in the rock for you. Oh, there's honey in the rock, my brother. There's honey in the rock for you. Leave your sins for the blood to cover. There's honey in the rock for you. Do you walk in the way that's new? Have you drank from the living fountain? There's honey in the rock for you. Oh, there's honey in the rock, my brother. There's honey in the rock for you. Leave your sins for the blood to cover. There's honey in the rock for you. Do you pray 
unto God the Father, what will thou have me to do? Never fear, he will surely answer, there's honey in the rock for you. Oh, there's honey in the rock, my brother, there's honey in the rock for you. Sins for the blood to cover. There's honey in the rock for you. Oh, there's honey in the rock, my brother. There's honey in the rock for you. Leave your sins for the blood to cover. Ecclesia Reformata, Semper Reformanda, Sola Scriptura, Sola Fide, Sola Gratia, Sola Cristo, Soli Deo Gloria. Church Reformed, Always Reforming, by Scripture alone, by faith alone, by grace alone, through Christ alone, glory to God alone. Shall we pray? Merciful and everlasting God, these words make up the very foundation of our Presbyterian Church and provide a beacon for us corporately and for each one of us individually. As we celebrate this Reformation Sunday with our brothers and sisters around the world, may it remind us of who we are in you and ignite within us a renewed spirit to carry your message of hope, love, healing, redemption, and salvation to the corners of this earth. Although we are imperfect vessels, use us, dear Lord, to further your kingdom come. Father, every one of us prays for a fresh touch from your Holy Spirit today. Lord, we are tired. We miss our friends and family. We are exhausted from continuing losses. Many of us are still confined largely to our homes, and we are lonely and stir-crazy. We are fatigued by the ongoing divisive political rhetoric and pray for a peaceful voting process just nine days away. News of wildfires, torrential rains, hurricanes, all of this is draining us. We are weary. And yet, Lord, you meet us in our weariness. Our world, our country, and our community are in great need of our prayers. Give us the strength and stamina to continue praying and showing up to do your work. Lord Jesus, we pray for your strength and stamina for Pastor Jason, Pastor Sharon, all pastors, teachers, school staff, parents, first responders, doctors, nurses, and scientists working for a vaccine. Be with each one according to their needs. 
Gracious God, we pray for the Ortiz family and for those in our midst who are mourning. May your comfort and peace be be with Diane, the Ortiz family, and all who have lost loved ones. We pray for your healing for those in our midst facing health challenges. We pray for your sustenance for those in our midst who are unemployed and underemployed. Lord, you are our comforter, our healer, our provider. From one man, you, God, made all the nations that they should inhabit the whole earth, and you, Lord, marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their lands. You did this so that we would seek you and reach out to you and find you, though you are never far from any one of us. For in you we live and move and have our being. We pray all of this in the name of our Lord Jesus, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I never get tired of saying I like you guys. I like you guys a lot. And uh, thank you very much for showing up this morning. You, you can walk down to the middle. Right when I say the end, I'll, I'll hit it. I'll say hit it. Man, MJ, he looks even tougher with the with that thingy on that big thing on his head. That guy's cool as cool as can be. Anywho, um, remember it next week. Fall back uh, so we get another extra hour. It's also All Saints Sunday, All Saints Day, and then it's also Stewardship Sunday. We'll be playing over praying over the pledges. But now uh, stand and receive this benediction, if you're able. May God's face shine upon you. May the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit guard and keep you. And may the peace of Christ, which transcends all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds today, tomorrow, and forevermore. May it be so. Amen.